Welcome to No Capping with Brujita Mala. It's your girl, Ariana Lynn. And today we are going to be talking about the twin flame journey. So for those of you guys who don't know what a twin flame is, and for those who are on the twin flame journey, take a seat and let's get right into it. So people always ask me, because you know I am a witch, oh, Brujita Mala, what is a twin flame? Or Mala, I think that this person is my twin flame and that's why I'm putting up with all of this stuff. So let's start at the top. What is a twin flame? A twin flame from how I was taught. Because to the untrained or the unspiritual mind, um, this is a very hard concept to wrap your head around. So not everybody is going to understand um this concept. But basically, when you are a nothing, when you are just a spirit and the divine um, are setting out, you know, the path for your life, because a lot of people do believe that their lives are predestined, like the divine knows everything that is meant to happen to you um, from conception all the way to death, but that is written in stone. So for people who believe this, there is such thing as, um, you know, they set you up with your twin flame, which is your mirror soul. It's two, it's two souls, um, that mirror each other. So basically your twin flame is you, your twin flame. They, they go through similar things in their lives. The divine, they separated you guys when they placed you into earth. And that is how, um, you get put on the twin flame union or the twin flame journey. Okay. So your twin flame is somebody who mirrors your soul, um, your traumas, your heartaches, you know, the things that make you happy. It's, it's just like almost like a twin. It's a twin soul. Um, okay. So basically they say that your you and your twin decide everything that you guys will go through on your journey together before you guys are even put on this earth, meaning the separations, the heartbreaks, the, if you guys come into union or you don't, you guys um, basically predestine it together, um, before you guys, you know, are born. Now, why, what is a twin flame's relevance? A twin flame is not only relevant to this lifetime. A twin flame is relevant to all lifetimes. So that means your twin flame is going to be your twin flame in this lifetime and in the next. So what is the, um, the journey of a twin flame? So now you guys are both put on this planet. Yeah, yeah, separated or whatever. Yeah, go through um, certain traumas, certain things that, you know, happen to you guys when you're growing up or whatever. Um, it's all predestined, remi remind you. Um, so now you guys might get to a point where you cross each other's paths. Usually when you cross your twin flames path, it's it's some sort of trauma or something is about to happen in your life that you need your twin flame for that moment. Um, so that means if, you know, your grandma just passed away or you lost a pet or something like that, you might come, you might meet your twin flame at a time of tragedy. Okay. That the meeting of your twin flame is super random. When you meet your twin flame, you feel like you've known them before. It's instant attraction. It's not only sexual or physical attraction. It's almost like I know you. Like I could lay in your arms right now all day and, you know, it wouldn't even be weird. Your souls recognize each other. So you meet your twin flame and that intensity and that passion and, you know, um, all the chemistry, all the feelings that you may feel, uh, they, they do have a tendency to override your logic. Usually, um, when you meet your twin flame, you don't know what the twin flame journey is. You don't know what a twin flame is and, and neither does he or her. Now, throughout time, 
one twin flame will become awakened to this journey. So that means, you know, one twin flame is going to start doing research and is going to find the term twin flame. That twin is now the awakened twin. Usually that twin flame is what we call the chaser. So this twin flame is the one who is awoke to this connection. They know that their souls have met in a previous lifetime. They know that this is just destiny for them to come into union. So what happens is the chaser may trigger the other twin flame. Remind you, you guys are literally um, mirroring each other's souls. So that means when the chaser twin comes on too strong for the runner twin, the runner twin will freak out like that that twin flame is not ready it's not they're not awoken to the journey because the journey of two twin flames is not to be together romantically it's to figure out all your triggers it's to um do the shadow work within your traumas it's to like ascend to your to your divine feminine and divine masculine um so no it's not about be ending up together with your twin flame. Your soul's purpose is to push each other to the point of full ascension. So now, um, if you met your twin flame in this lifetime and you guys are in the separation period where you don't have no contact with your twin, your twin is very hot and cold. They're on and off. They are either with somebody else, married to somebody else, because that is, that, that happens. A lot of twin flames, they do not end up together romantically. This is a common misconception. So, you know, when you're in that separation phase, the, the chaser twin becomes obsessed. They become obsessed. They, they give all their energy. They, they constantly are thinking about their, their other twin flame while that other twin flame is running from the connection because the intensity that it's pouring out of the chaser. Um, so instead of operating from a place of unconditional love, divineness we're operating from a place of obsession of ego of power and that's why a lot of twin flames do not come into union so it may sound confusing to a lot of people but your twin flame is really supposed to trigger you to become the best you you can be so if so if you are on the twin flame journey and you find yourself obsessing over your twin, what they're doing, why they're not with you, you catch yourself really really stressing all you're doing is counteracting the, the twin flame journey so now we're going to, we talked a little bit about twin flames, but we're also going to talk about soulmates because soulmates are, they're another divine, um, you know, relationship that is placed in our path. But a lot of people don't know the difference between a twin flame and a soulmate. A twin flame, like I said, is a soul that is your, is like your soul. It's a mirror soul. You and your twin flame, you guys feel the same emotions. You know, if your twin is sad, you might get chest pain. If your, if your twin is crying, you might feel those emotions. You guys are able to communicate through energy. That energy is always there, even when you guys are not speaking. So, but a soulmate is, because you know the divine God and and all of that is all about giving humans free will. So it wouldn't be it wouldn't be free will that God gave us if He forced us to be with our twin. So that's where soulmates come in. So we can have multiple different soulmates. Soul, soulmates are life partners. Not only will they be romantic, a soulmate could be your best friend. A soulmate could be your pet. A soulmate could be anything that you can build your life with and find peace in. So God gives us multiple soulmates. A soulmate, the intensity of a soulmate will never be as intense as the passion you will feel with your twin flame because that's a one in a million connection. But you can love a soulmate so deeply. You can build a family with a soulmate. You know what I mean? You can get married and live happily with a soulmate. 
the only problem is when you've already met your twin flame and you've experienced that type of intensity that it's hard to move on with just the soulmate. You understand? So a lot of, let's say, twin flame chasers, they do find soulmates after they surrender. We're going to talk about that too. But you know, a lot of um, runners, runner twin flames are actually married in happy relationships. It doesn't mean that they don't love their soulmate. It just means that they met their twin flame. And it's really hard to shake that feeling of um, passion and chemistry, you know? So a soulmate could be a plethora of things, but basically, you know, you build your life with them. And now we also have the third branch of divine uh, partnerships or situations. And that is called a karmic karmic. It does not have to do with, well, a karmic doesn't really, it doesn't mean karma, but in a way it is. So if you're with a karmic person or you're in a karmic relationship, karmic doesn't always have to be, um, like I said, romantic. It could be a family relationship. It could be, it could be many, many different types of, um, relationships, but a karmic is somebody that is from your same soul group. Somebody who has lessons just like you to learn in this lifetime. Um, so what that looks like is if you were money hungry in a past life, if in your past life you were so consumed with money and you hurt so many people around you for money, um, you know, then in this lifetime, spirit will make it their job to put you with someone or for you to experience someone who is just like you in a past life so that you can clear the karmic debt that you owe. So that means you might get in an abusive relationship, be put in an abusive relationship with somebody who is abusing you financially, but it's for you to overcome and break the karmic tie to do better in this lifetime. So a lot of people are stuck with their karmics because they refuse to learn the lessons from their past lives. Or um, a lot of you guys are operating out of a place of a karmic and calling yourselves divine feminine and calling yourselves twin flames and all of these things. Really, you're on the karmic journey. A lot of people get their twin flame and their karmic mixed up. So to be able to decipher a karmic is somebody who breaks you down, somebody who makes you question everything about yourself, somebody who abuses you, somebody who does not vibrate um, from like an angelic light, somebody who is just a really dark person where you're in the room with them and you feel like they're feasting on your energy or you feel like there's absolutely no energy, like the air is, the air is thick as nails and um. There's just no love there. It feels very dry, very mundane. Like you're with the karmic. This is a lesson for you to change and for you to be able to elevate. Now, don't get me wrong. If you are a karmic, um, you can definitely elevate and ascend to a point where you are your divine feminine, where you get in touch with your divine feminine. Um, karmic partners can also elevate into divine masculines. But the truth of the matter is, unless you're really willing to put in the work, it's not going to happen that way because the divine, they do things for a certain reason. Um, so let's, so we're going to go back into the twin flame. We're going to talk a little bit about, um, the twin flame separation period. So when you meet your twin flame, it's a lot of push and pull. So there's many, many, many people out there who know exactly what I'm talking about, where now you guys are in separation for years. And for some reason, you still, this one person, you cannot get them off your mind. You think of them every single day. And it's not, 
it's not like an ex that you want back. It's more of like you're literally in tune with them. So the synchronicities are there. You could be walking outside and you'll look up and you'll see your twin flame's name, um, you know, or you'll be listening to music and the title of the song will be your twin flame's name. It's just every little thing that you do will remind you of your twin. Does that mean that you're supposed to keep chasing your twin? No. So that's, that's, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about when the twin flame journey becomes very heart wrenching and it becomes counterproductive to your mental health. And it comes, it becomes counterproductive to you, um, finding love and closing roads off, um, waiting for someone. A lot of the times the twin flame runner is not going to acknowledge his divine feminine's presence the way that she wants. It may take a very, very long time, years and years and years before this, um, divine masculine awakens to this connection. And even if they know the connection, sometimes they try to suppress it because they don't want to believe it because their life is so perfect. Why ruin a perfect life just because I met my twin? You know what I mean? Or you trigger things um, within them that they're not willing to face, vice versa. It's for the both of y'all. Um, but for example, if your twin flame is in another relationship, or if your twin flame is overseas, it gets to a point where I don't recommend anyone close off their roads and wait around for someone. Um, you know, the twin flame journey is all about elevating as an individual. So the second you take the bull by the horns and you, you know, practice self-love, self-care, and you put yourself first, the twin flame urge or that obsessive feeling, it will subside. And it doesn't mean that your twin is not thinking about you or you guys don't love each other. It just means that it's time to surrender all your expectations to the universe. Um, and you know, when you surrender, you, you put it back in the divine's hands. So a lot of, to be on a twin flame journey is to have a lot of faith that the that the divine will lead you guys back to each other. Um, so the best way to come into a twin flame union is to really worry and focus on yourself as fucked up and cliche as it may sound. If you are not focusing on yourself, if you're pouring all your energy into, um, why you guys aren't together and just being in a, in a depressive state, you're only reflecting that onto your twin. So there will be no progress on either end, which will eventually stop stop the, you know, the twin flame journey altogether. Um, so it is a really hard concept. It, it does bother me when I go online and I see a lot of people doing twin flame readings. Like if this is for you, um, your twin flame wants to say this or divine masculine update and feminine update, because everybody's journeys are very, very different. Um, and sometimes now I will be devil's advocate like I am on every podcast and also talk about the fact that the twin flame journey is a new age concept and is also rooted in a lot of trauma bonding. But people are not ready to have that conversation when it comes about when it comes to twin flames because it's very romanticized. But we have to be honest here, no? So let's be honest. Let's talk about um the whole a twin flame will enter your life during tragedy or when, you know, um I really like heighten moments of of emotions in both of your lives. Well, that's the same way a trauma bond starts. So when somebody is, for example, I'll give you an example of a trauma bond. So a trauma bond is you just got kicked out of your house and now you're sitting outside crying on the curb of the road. And here comes this guy, a super knight in shining armor to the rescue. And he comes and he takes you by your hand and he tells you, don't worry, don't cry. Let me, let me clean you up. Let me get you clean clothes. I, I got you. And then that same man takes control of your whole entire life because he saved you. You understand? It's, and, and you believe it. 
and you believe that this man is the only person that will ever understand this is the person who saved me. This is the person that was here for me when nobody else was. So now that person will take, will take that emotion and run with it. Okay. And now you will be stuck in a batter, battered woman trauma bond or battered man trauma bond, um, thinking that this is your twin flame because you guys met in a moment of tragedy. So trauma bonds and twin flames, they do have a lot of similarities. Um, and they do have a lot of, a lot of differences, but to the weak mind or to a woman who doesn't, um, who, like I said, to a woman who is not spiritually rounded, they will mistake a twin flame, somebody who is abusive or on and off and in and out their lives for, you know, a divine partnership. And in reality, that's really not what it is. Um, so I say, if you feel like you met your twin flame, but you guys are on and off, you guys are not in union. I say surrender it to the universe because I believe that's what's meant for you will always be for you. I believe if you are meant to come into union with your twin flame in this lifetime, there's nothing that will stop that from happening because it's God's will. It's the angel's will. Um, now... If you guys are not meant to come into, you know, union in this lifetime, that means that there's a lot of lessons that your soul on a bigger spectrum has to learn, both of y'all. So you could only pray for union in the next lifetime. And it's it might suck to hear, but you know, it's it's a 50-50 chance um that you will come into contact with your twin flame or that you will be in union with your twin flame. Um so yeah, I mean that's pretty much like the twin flame journey if if you want to sum it up. I know that a lot of people do romanticize it, but like I was saying, it just keeps people in a constant state of delusion. It, it, it could send you into psychosis, spiritual psychosis, if you are night and day waiting for your twin flame to return after separation. If if you're that obsessed, right, and feeling that heartbroken over your twin, and every time you open up your phone, there's a post saying, my twin flame, your twin flame is coming back. Can you only imagine what it must do to, to these people who are waiting and waiting and waiting on a miracle? Instead of saying the truth, which is the fact that you're even here reading this message, and I know you read 50 other tarot readings about your twin flame before, that is the biggest contra, um, counterproductiveness you could do to meet your twin. They will not tell you guys that. So let Bruhita Mala be the one to tell you. Um, and let me tell you another thing. If you're Bruja, if you are and Bruja, it's very, very hard for you to separate the twin flame journey from your practice. So a lot of people who are on the twin flame journey, they are not actively practicing. They are not actively practicing on um, witchcraft and voodoo because it very, it counterproducts and it counteracts. So to me, if you're going to do witchcraft on this guy who you think is your twin flame, you're better off not acknowledging the twin flame journey. You're better off just saying, I don't give a fuck. Um, give me a vela, give me some intranquilo oil from um, Brujita Mala Inta, or give me a destruction skull from Pretty Flame Game, and I'm going to do what I got to do regardless. But to say that you're doing spell work on your twin flame is to say that you have lost your, your damn mind. Excuse my language. <laughs> but let's just be real, because as you can see, what I just told you, that energy that you're throwing out there, if you're doing heavy spell work, on a guy that you want, but you're in your mind, you're convinced that he's your twin flame. You better get a reading to make sure. Um, you, if you're going to do spell work on a twin flame, keep it very light. Keep it very sweet. The best way to call on your twin flame is to continue to do affirmations that you trust in the universe and that you trust in your spirit guides to lead you guys together. Work on yourself. Do a lot of journaling and do not close your roads. Don't ever think that just because you guys are twin flames, that your twin flame is not out there dating other people. Yes, they are. I mean, 
like I said, free will is a huge thing. You have to have faith that one day the universe will lead you guys back together. And if not, it will happen in the next lifetime. Um, but I just see too many people suffer over the journey and I just wanted to put, you know, some of my opinions out there. I, I know not everybody will resonate with, with what I'm saying, um, but a lot of people will know exactly what I'm talking about. So thank you so much for stepping into my short twin flame podcast and look forward to the next one. We're going to be talking about how these girls are out here getting plastic surgery. Um, and I'm, Hey, I'm all for it, but we're going to talk about some of the craziest plastic surgery stories and, um, just like operations that I've heard of thus far. So stay tuned and I will be dropping that tomorrow. You guys got lucky with a double no cap in. And let's walk a new plan.